This episode, we're going to be talking about the gorgeous ladies of wrestling and Skyscraper with The Rock's big fat paycheck. You're about to say cock, right? Hello and welcome once again to the Last King Podcast. Yes, I am back from uh, my flu. <laughs> Whatever libel was brought against me last time. We were so worried about you, Tom. We had you in cryo sleep for the longest time. We couldn't All figure out praise. what's going on. Yes. The yeah. British guy is alive. Hello. <laughs> yeah, well... Um, Somebody needs to clean up after us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I mean... You told me that going to LV426 was a mistake, and I should have listened to you guys. I didn't say LV246. I said LC24C. Ah. Uh, you see, it's very easy to confuse both star quadrants, but anyway. Yes, yes, yes. Here we are again on The Last King, a uh, spaceship uh, hurtling through space. I'm pretty sure we put uh, Hids in the airlock, sent him back home to Singapore, right? I hope yeah, so. Yeah. I mean, he should uh, be down in orbit. Let's see. Let's just double check to make sure that, you know, we actually sent him away this time because we're still finding no marks everywhere on the ship. No, no, I, we should learn from uh, Sigourney Weaver's past experiences. Like, yep, there's always one still on the ship. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's always one hits on the ship. There's always a hits on the ship. Okay, shout outs to our friend uh, Hids of the Hard Hids in the Genre Equality Spaceship Podcast. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, yes, hurtling his way towards uh, Earth right now. I'm sure he's burning up in the atmosphere as we speak. Technically, he's a Commodore because he has two ships. <laughs> A Commodore, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Have at you. I'm barely a captain. And yes, speaking of captains, we are your captains. This is, of course, uh, Chief Medical Officer Dr. <laughs> <laughs> I did a great job. I, I brought Tom back to life, sirs. <laughs> and who else is in the podcasting station? We got right Chief Primatologist, Mr. <laughs> Tom. Right Why do we have a primatologist on this ship? Like, you might find monkeys, monkeys in space. We have stray monkeys and apes running space around. Monkeys, you never know, sir. man. Monkeys in space. Monkeys in space, the best kind of monkeys. <laughs> boys and girls. Speaking of monkeys, <laughs> no. we got a British one on this. Wow, that's oh. that's tantamount to treason, sir. According oh. to the rules set forth by Queen, according to the laws Beyonce. of Beyonce. <laughs> I guess I'm you will be have, You'll be tied before the mast and have twelve lashes of the cat. Uh, the cat? The cat. Oh, the cat. Cat of nine tails. Cat of nine tails. Oh, I thought an actual cat. <laughs> That'd be adorable. That'd be so amazing. And also very... <laughs> very <laughs> we should have a chief feline officer around if there's a cat chief running around. Chief feline officer? <laughs> yes, she's the one walking around with the skimpy spacesuit and the cat ears. <laughs> That's who we're talking nyan, about. Nyan, yes. So I was wondering nyan, who that nyan. was. <laughs> nyan, nyan. Yeah. Her name is Officer Nyan, nyan. <laughs> <laughs> Officer Nyan, nyan. report to deck right now. Nyan, 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 nyan. It's just like Rainbow's coming up. Oh, wait. She walks along. You're referencing Nyan Cat. <laughs> I'm sorry. How did that take you so long to recognize? <laughs> oh, yeah. She tastes like Pop-Tart. <laughs> Pop-Tarts and rainbows. Uh. Have you tasted the rainbows, sir? <laughs> Skittles are pretty awesome. I'll Skittles are pretty awesome. You know, we are really high up in space <laughs> right now. Taken carefully, Skittles can get you high. Okay, okay. Enough <laughs> derailment. So, uh, we, we, we received by a holodeck a very special package, uh, an entire season of uh, GLOW. The gorgeous ladies wrestling. Okay, uh, from our friends over from the net uh, the Netflix Nebula. <laughs> Second <laughs> season, the very brand new season. The very yeah. brand new season of GLOW and also uh, in our main segment, Smegment. Smegment? <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> I've that does sound tasty. I've been <laughs> scraping things off the medical bay for the... <laughs> I'm sorry, that doesn't sound tasty, sir. You are fired as ship quartermaster. <laughs> quartermaster, you how you shall, not, you shall not be chief cook. 
<laughs> I'm sorry. Back to the galley with you, sir. Anyway. I, give a, I guess what we're gonna, about to say is we're going to review and check out Skyscraper, starring Skyscrapers. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, no. Nev Campbell. Rock the Dwayne Johnson. And that guy from Vanilla Sky. Who? Which one? Jason Lee? No, no. Noah Tyler, Taylor, I forgot. Who? The... The, okay, some some guy in skyscraper. We'll talk about him much later. Is he the bad guy, sir? Of course. Of oh, course. does he I'm, play the skyscraper? <laughs> <laughs> I wish. I I'm wish. very disappointed. The Rock had to climb that guy. Oh, and the Singaporean actor uh, Chin Han in his one role where he doesn't actually die. Really? Yes. Yeah. When did he die the last time? Oh, he died in every other role, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. He uh, the Dark Knight, the dude. Dark, oh, I think the Dark Knight was incarcerated. If I recall. Was he also? No, he was burnt alive. <laughs> oh, yeah, burnt alive. Yeah, he was bad, put on top of the pile of money. And wait, wasn't he also killed off in that Captain America movie? I think so. He was he was yes, zapped he w- yeah, by he was Robert zapped. Redford. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Quite the honors here. I too would have liked to yeah. have been zapped he by Robert Redford. He survived in Ghost in the Shell, but uh, you know Purely the movie did based it. Based on principle because you yeah. couldn't kill Asians in that exactly. one. Right? <laughs> so yes, yeah, so we were talking about uh, Skyscraper. Uh, doing very well the box office apparently as of uh, this recording. Well, of course. I mean, it's got all the ingredients. That's right. It's dumb fun. Uh, the charismatic uh, Dwayne Johnson. Mm-hmm. And China, Hong Kong, and probably Taiwan watching it. Too. There we go. It's right. China money, right? Basically. Catering yeah. heavily to the Chinese market. Why? Like half of Does the, the rock speak Mandarin? All half of the sudden? film is in Cantonese. Is he, spe- is he, is he chief Chineseologist <laughs> Dwayne <laughs> The Rock Johnson? No, there's a part where he tries to speak uh, Cantonese with Chen Han, and uh, like, it doesn't work How out. How bad does that <laughs> sound, sir? Well, as I am fluent in Cantonese. All right. <laughs> no, I'm not. Lamboy Halong Mai. Sure. <laughs> So, okay, um, first off, uh, we're going to go straight into probably our favourite Netflix show, I would say. I don't know. What do you think? Because for, for me... For now, I think it's... Uh, honestly, I think it's my second favourite Netflix okay. series. Agritsuko is still uh, not a very... So this hasn't toppled Agritsuko as your Because Agritsuko is so cute. It is an adorable show. Glow girls are cute too, sir. They're hot. Are they a red panda? They can dress up like red pandas. I would uh, love one of them to be a red panda. Shirley does dress close to a red panda. Yes, 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 sir. I mean, like for me, I picked my favorite TV show of the year to be The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt yeah. as an uh, honorable mention. Uh, and what was my first choice? Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai, yeah. But that's so, not Netflix. That's more YouTube. Yeah, and that's the problem. Right? I mean, like one of the, like you know, one of the things I need to also point out that the only reason why I can't rate anything that highly is I mean Cobra Kai unfortunately because accessibility mm. like who the hell has YouTube read and it's not even available in the Singaporean region exactly yeah. we had good thing Asia for that matter we had to jump in some hoops yes. to get good it. thing we're in an international space station we have all the VPNs yeah <laughs> so we're allowed to watch all the channels uh, we are pizza 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 yes yes pizza 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 yeah. <laughs> I've actually finished watching the um, <laughs> I finished uh, Voltron season 6 of Legendary Defender and, and I'm still having a tough year? time it's still a tough time for me to decide because Agretzikul is out, Violet Evergarden, and then uh, Voltron, the latest, latest season, and Glow. So Voltron it's, twice? Uh, season, yeah, I know. I mentioned <laughs> it twice, yes. <laughs> season 6 is actually not bad. But anyway, back to Glow. So basically, it's a continuation from the first season where now they got to keep up the networks, if I recall, right? That's the Yeah, thing. they're going to stay on the air. Yeah, because, because they ha- remember, the first season ended with their pilots being successful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They got picked up. So basically, yeah. now it's about them trying to maintain an entire season. And then also getting stuck in a very, very bad time slot as to most TV shows of that aspirations. Would and for do. one of the most interesting reasons of all. I mean, I would like to say that this show is actually maturing before our eyes because Absolutely. it goes in like behind the scenes of what it takes to put a show like this together. And it also goes into the probably the worst part of TV shows in the 80s. Which is? Which is... The costumes. Uh, <laughs> the no, shoulder pads. It's the... Hairspray. Ha- having to sleep with uh, the studio executive. 
executive to make sure that ah, your studio but that's on. been going on since the 50s sir and you know it's as a we time age time age tradition and as couch. we've learned you know even until quite recently it's something that is still pretty much expected of the young actress in uh, yeah, early uh, nowadays like only with uh, Harvey Weinstein seeing prison time are we going to see maybe a change but it's not going to go away I don't think it'll ever go away because the thing is right now we're just addressing like the horrors that's happening to like you know the young actress but then like you know what about the young men who have to also go through their casting couch yeah. I mean like I'm pretty sure like the question is always asked is like you know what does it take for you to achieve what you want you know what I mean and it, it used to be like do you will you do whatever it takes and then sometimes whatever it takes also entails some very uh, you know shady behind closed doors kind of situations oh yeah and you know, I don't condone it but also the fact of the matter is is like you know what I mean uh, I just kind of enjoyed the fact that Glow took something that was very topical and placed it within its own framework and its own like uh, their time and it situation. wasn't heavy-handed and yeah it, it definitely it. Well, I think helped was that it didn't try to bring 2018 sensibilities into 1985 exactly, yeah because it's an 80s show for crying out loud you yeah. have to stick to that time frame and, and be consistent I mean what it was also good because it brought about the face turn of Mark Maron mm. using wrestling terms here. Yes, we have to. Mm-hmm. I like that you're using wrestling terms. Was well, it because I finally understand what face turn and heel turns are? Please define kayfabe. Kayfabe is being a character at all times. Yes. Yeah, there we go. He's one of us. One of us. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wrestling is awesome, sir. Okay, but I also want to say one thing that's very important. I mean, we're talking about a very uh, quintessential and very crucial episode of the season two of Glow. It was, was basically season five, I think. Of what? Sorry, episode five. Um, yes, when uh, Ruth, our fif- Ruth, our favorite, no, the, the crazy Russian wrestler. Okay, so, so she was put into into a situation where she had to sleep with an executive. Yeah. Because a slimy producer kind of ambushed her as well. Yeah. But what I loved was it gave all you 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 girls out there who are in similar situations. What do you do? You leave. Get out of that room. I mean, I. I think the thing is she had an opportunity to leave because he went to use the bathroom. Yeah. And I think. A lot of other people wouldn't be so fortunate. Like, you know, what if they were at the office like, yes. where there'd be the secretary or he had a chance to lock the door? Mm. But like, I mean, very well, luckily it was at, in a hotel room. Mm-hmm. Like, True, with, with a door that wasn't locked. But yeah. I'm, what I'm trying to say is that, like, you know, in a lot of situations, like, I mean, usually when it comes to, like, between success and where you are or maybe the struggle you have right now, and this presents, if this is like, it's not even an opportunity that's presented to you. But mm-hmm. if you're stuck in this situation, like what's the what's the, what's the thing to do? Like, don't worry about people's feelings. If you're uncomfortable, get out. Yeah. If no, you have, find whatever. If you have the opportunity, fuck your career progression. Your uh, you're not gonna be happy. What you're doing. Your mental health is far more important. You know, and I'm like, I'm not like saying that. You know, it's easy or like you know the situation applies to every situation. But yeah, I mean, like we are getting very close to victim blaming when it comes to talking about this so no but also at the yeah. same time I want to say like victim blaming was what happens with her best friend oh absolutely that was oh yeah when Debbie just talked down to her about making a terrible decision not talked down like way. actively berated her for how dare you not whore yourself out and that's especially, for the sake of the show and, and especially yeah. that's like one of the most my most favorite moments of the show is when it was her her best friend and the thing is, she did it for very personal, vindictive reasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was basically like you can tell throughout the entire season, she was still. I mean, just to say that was, she was still mad is like really understating it. Like yeah. she really wanted her revenge, yes. and she wanted to do it in a way that was cold, calculated, and underhanded. And it was basically abusing poor Ruth's uh, like inability to, to to say no. 
yeah. It's like she saw that Ruth was trying her very best to try and make things better, mm -hmm. and because she decided that she can't forgive her, yeah, that she decided to just ruin her life, and to the point where she physically breaks her yes. at the end. Like that's the combination. Yeah. Can I just say amazing foley work with the leg snap? <laughs> Like uh, that was episode seven, uh, seven or eight. Yeah, yeah. Some poor cabbage had to sacrifice itself before that. Love, yeah. love, they like full crunch right there, sir. Right. And it was like it was a snap and then cut the credits, which I also screw you, Glow, for making me have to watch the next episode immediately, even though it was 11 p.m. and I had work the next day. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that yeah, this, this is yeah. really quality binging. Yeah, it is. I mean, okay, but like, let's just uh, finish off the, the Me Too section yeah, of this yeah. discussion before we go to the more fun stuff. Mm -hmm. Sorry, uh, boys and girls of the Alaskan fans, uh, fan base. But like, one thing I also want to address is like, yeah, it wasn't heavy-handed, but it presented two sides. And it was very fair because it's like, some of you feel that, yes, that's the way to success. You got to mm -hmm. sleep your way yeah. to the top. And some of you are not comfortable with it. Some of you have your pride or maybe your dignity to it's go through this. It's not right or wrong either way. It is your life choice to make. Yeah, I mean, it also made it very clear that uh, the the studio executive who was trying to push it, he came off badly in every sense of the word. Yeah, perfect asshole. Yeah. And then watching Mark Maron smash up his uh, wind screen <laughs> yeah. afterwards was the most satisfying it's like vicarious living through uh, Mark Maron. Especially the punchline with the other sponsor guy coming like, out. Like, you Everybody know, hates him. Like, you know, a lot of people hate him. Could have been anyone. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> the one. That's the one. <laughs> I mean, I, I like the fact that Mark Maron is killing it in this one. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I feel like in the first uh, season, he was kind of coasting a little bit on just being Mark Maron. Yes, as and you very famously said, Mark Maron playing the best Mark Maron <laughs> that Mark Maron. Absolutely. But... <laughs> This now there's actually more depth in this one. Yeah, I like watching his character arc was amazing. Watching him be a dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When suddenly he sobered the fuck up for a second and say, I am going to ruin this young girl's life if I don't step in and say something now. Yeah. And the young girl referring to is, of course, Justine, Justine from the first season. What you mean is, this girl is going to ruin her life. <laughs> it's yeah. Like, I'm going to ruin it. I mean, well, like, <laughs> because he would be in some way responsible because he was the one who. Because he's the dad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And also, she, he was setting the worst possible example. Like, he's a washed up has been director trying to do a cable show, regularly snorting coke just to make it through the day. It's the and 80s, sir. Everybody true. was snorting coke. They had it with their Kellogg's, like, you know, breakfast. That's true. But, um, I mean, the characters all have... Okay, like, one of my complaints about Glow, especially this season, is, like, though most of the characters go on very interesting arcs, especially with the leads, uh, Ruth and uh, Debbie, 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 and uh, Mark Moran's character, who yeah. we, we were just going to call Mark Moran. It's Sam Sylvia. Sam Sylvia, Sam Sylvia. Sam Sylvia, yeah. yeah it's <laughs> funny that they made him Italian. <laughs> sure. Yeah. But, I mean... Especially with the bit when um, Sam Sylvia's... Uh, the woman, the woman he slept with, who actually bored uh, Justine, Justine's mom, come, mm -hmm. comes to play the whole house thing going Is on. Is she Maria from Sesame Street? She looks like Maria from she Sesame Street. She does look familiar, actually, <laughs> come to think of it. I'm, trying, I'm like looking at her, like I'm trying to figure out, why have I seen this woman there before? There are so many people on Glow, it's like, I've seen you before and I can't remember where. Well, some of them are actual wrestlers, sir. So True. you'll definitely like be familiar with some Yeah, like uh, Machu Picchu's uh, brother mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. that. That's Carlito. Carlito, right? yes, that's yeah. Carlito. <laughs> and he looks different with a beard now. I mean, even in the first glow as well. Like, huh. I remember he him got thicker, I would say. Yeah, yeah, he's a lot beefier. And is is is, I would say this like you see them in in wrestling, they look like you know action figures. Then you see them next to an actual person, <laughs> and you realize how gigantic they yeah. are. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> I'm sorry, but built to scale. Built <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, um, I mean, maybe we should just go around the table and you, uh, each one of us points out like probably, I don't know, a character arc or something that they really enjoyed. Like this your season. favorite bits, Can basically. I yeah, yeah, go, go ahead. Go ahead. I want to go with uh, Tame's uh, mini episode where she goes to see her son. Mm. And Welfare queen. Yeah, yeah, and I think that was very touching just because this is a woman who has non-stop sacrificed herself to make sure her son had every opportunity possible. Yeah. Like, she pushed him into Stafford through nothing but sheer goddamn determination. And she would do anything. Yeah. yeah. And also, the way that uh, when he went to see her show, at first he was disgusted and outraged. Like, how dare you... Like, to, to put it bluntly, coon yourself up for, yeah. you know, all these white folk. Like, I didn't really feel that. I felt more like, this is what you're doing, mom, to pay for all this. But the thing is, like, at first he was thinking about then mm. when he realized that she's doing it just for him. And he realized just, she is sacrificing and demeaning herself so that he would never have to do that. I think that was when he realized, I am proud of you and thankful of what you're doing, even if I don't agree with what but you're doing. I don't doing. really think she's demeaning herself because she's really accepting and she's really well, you know, at, claiming uh, the role. At first, and then, yeah. but when they try to demean her and then when yeah, she runs away and suddenly everyone's booing uh, Liberty Bell. The fact that there was a son there basically just adds some more like, oh, I feel ashamed doing this sort of pathos. He was actually enjoying the being welfare queen yeah, early it, on, but it's just that moment basically. And it really like reinforces like the, the character is not the person. Yeah, yeah. That she's not a lazy, you know, good for nothing, which was like, you know, the emblem of people on welfare in the 80s. Yeah. Uh, I but just, that was a touching episode. It also shows another duality of, like, you know, like when you see Debbie with her kid as well, if I remember, oh, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, so it's a really good pair of episodes. So, Since yeah, kayfabe. <laughs> kayfabe, yeah, in other words. Yes, thank yes. you. <laughs> Boys and girls, Hulk Hogan is not really like that. He's actually a racist. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> But I mean, yeah. sleeping with his best friend's wife as well too. Yeah, you that saw that video. <laughs> that was so awkward. Weird, that was dude. the weirdest thing I've ever seen. And the Fallout after that. <laughs> oh man, Fallout seventy six. No, more like Fallout eighty six. Yeah, sixty nine. Yeah. So Fallout oh. sixty nine. <laughs> he was called Thunder Lips in Rocky three. Yes, right? he Rocky was. two. Yeah, but uh, there you go. It's like what I liked is also it was a follow up from the end of the episode before, where none of the producers go to Debbie's house for dinner, even though like she's trying her best to kind of like be helped helpful and she just turns up and says look if you want people to respect you you have to just go and do your shit and then they'll respect you don't kind of force your way on the table but I'll say like her I mean like when she decided to write herself in as producer yeah that was like <laughs> kind of small and the way she was like using her ex-husband as well mm. It's like one last thing, like, oh, because you fucked my best friend, there's one last thing I'm gonna demand off of you. I mean, yeah, but props to the actress for like pulling off the perfect damaged woman. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because like you, you, you feel sorry for her. You feel sorry the for her, you but you're also like you're, you're repulsed not, and at the uh, same time empath yeah. like sympathetic. At least like you, you understand that you know losing your so-called your perfect life with your husband and your child, like you know the. The breakdown of the modern family. Yeah, and it's also because I think because deep down she realized she wasn't happy to begin with. Yep, and so, she just didn't want to admit it. Yeah. So when Ruth like pretty much shouted her saying that you were living a lie and I'm I'm sorry but at the same time don't pretend that I ruined your life. Your life was already bad to begin with. Mm. So that, that's it. Like very nice complex writing from the people at Glow. Thank you so much. Yeah. yeah. No. So like who, who was your favorite uh, mini arc or arc or? I guess that combination between Debbie and Ruth because I actually did like the What's at the Welfare Queen episode but I would think it was a ninth one where Ruth was in the hospital and then Debbie had that showdown with 
Ruth as well. Yeah, well like did, that, where it, everything just blew up after all that shit that happened yeah. and escalated. I to think that. it helped that they kind of pulled back on focusing on Ruth and Debbie so much. Yeah, because that was my main, um, not necessarily issue, but gripe with uh, the first season was that they focused so hard on Ruth and Debbie, whereas we had this whole swerve of really fascinating characters who were kind of like left behind. And this time they were pushed a bit more to the forefront, so they all had kind of something interesting to say. I mean, even the yeah. other kin girl had her moment with her weird other kin fans. Oh yeah, <laughs> not to, oh. How about the one with the what's the name of the Indian girl and then the other dancer, uh, Jung Chain, the Latino Jung Chain, Yolanda. Yolanda, yeah. They yeah. had their uh, oh their, their break dance battles. <laughs> yes, that was yeah. so that was so eighties. You know, like it, it didn't make me cringe, but I was like you know what? Yeah, I'll I'll allow it as a person of that era. Yeah, this is normal. Like, <laughs> I remember watching that and I turned to my wife and said, this was cool at one point. <laughs> Still is. It's mm. very hard to pop and lock, sir. True. <laughs> but, okay, I w- anything else you want to add? Or? Uh, well, I think we already covered Sam Sylvia. I mean, we've already praised about that art where basically him being a parent and also at least trying to trying to rekindle something with Ruth, but apparently nothing happened I mean, from there. But they're more like a father figure, friends thing in the end. I like them. It was fine. I also like I the, like the fact, Yeah, it's yeah. a very platonic friendship. Platonic, yes, that's the like, word. Also, showing once again, he completely misread situations. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, like the, the last like episode the fir- of the first season. Yeah, where he tries to make out with his daughter. <laughs> but then like now he's trying to make out with Ruth, and then yeah. he's also realizing that I mean, it's kind of... It's like, I have to stop trying to make it with my female friends. <laughs> but I mean, it's very relatable because the thing yeah. is, as a person like that, I mean, I can totally understand how he... It, it's not just... It's not his fault that he misreads things, but he's such... I mean, I don't know. I wouldn't I even want to say socially awkward, but I think his inability to be affectionate with himself because yeah. he's a very self-loathing individual. And also yeah. because he's not used to female friendships where Probably. it's far more... I. They're more Anything, open and yeah. willing to be like, you know, to give you a hug, to be empathetic. And then often men who are taught to, you know, be very cold and distant to everyone in their life, but then, they like, will misread it as, oh, this is romantic. No, it's just a deeper platonic, which but you you're also not have to allowed kind of, to have. I also have to bring up the fact that, yeah, it was the 80s. Yeah. We, we, we didn't have enough information then. <laughs> True. So all relationships were super awkward. And it, it's, it's, I mean, it's... I mean, especially for me, I can totally relate like when that girl that you've been working with and you never thought of as like, you know, anything yeah. else but a colleague or a but friend. But you spend so much time together. And then all of a sudden yeah. you start to realize, oh God, I got feelings for this person. And then to see her go off with porn star mustache. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you'd be like, but I have a better mustache. Yeah. It's like, have you seen how much cocaine there is in mine? <laughs> I got bags. Yeah. Bags, sure. <laughs> Don't get high on your own supply, sir. Yeah, I have to say, I also enjoy like the mini arcs, like uh, between Jenny and Melrose, mm. with the jacket, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's like uh, Melrose, like, but I'm the beautiful Jewish princess. Like, yeah, so what? <laughs> like, you're nothing. I'm crazy Asian, and I steal white guy from you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yellow fever on my side. I like that. I like that line from Sam. Like, okay, yeah, go ahead, finger my co-star if you have to. I mean, <laughs> like we're working here. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. It, there's a lot of wholesome stuff which goes on and sometimes the girls don't hold back like in the last episode when Libby um, says you know make sure he aims better when they're talking about the uh, bite marks like yeah like your clit it's like <laughs> wow you know what I like also I like how realistic the depiction of women are because basically there's an entire episode like we all need to get laid yeah <laughs> yes. and it's like oh they think like that too yeah it's like, <laughs> like oh yeah, cool women <laughs> are just as horny <laughs> <laughs> and they're more willing to role play yeah yeah, yeah. 
Okay, so wait. Um, and away, um, uh, the two wrestlers get chased out of the, the changing room. It's like, dude, you are in the female changing room. Can you please get the fuck out? <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, is it my turn now? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Your turn. So, okay, uh, my favorite moment of Glow was when, um, of course, uh, like the best moment of all time is when Britannica had to sacrifice her brain to create a man. Oh, yes. <laughs> 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 I was like, this is genius. <laughs> I hope because the voodoo princess junk. What was the name again? Voodoo. Voodoo Valerie or something. Uh, I black forgot. Magic. Yeah, yeah. Black sure. magic. Thank black you. Black magic. Because black magic. Because <laughs> black magic. I love this <laughs> show more and more. Like, actually, if you want this to work, you need to give me your brain. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, go on. Yeah. <laughs> Where is this leading off to? But first, a music video. <laughs> Like, but I need it. Like, why? You have a husband. It's like, ooh, biting 80s commentary. <laughs> Let's store your brain as a backup on this floppy, floppy disk. <laughs> Which you, you have to insert up uh, the vagina to. <laughs> <laughs> well, it won't fit in her mouth, sir. That's what she said. I'm sorry. <laughs> My favorite moment of Glow was when they showed you an actual episode yeah. of Glow. I mean, and how geniusly dumb it is. I know. With the, the filter and everything, you know. Oh, God. And the that music was video, nice touch. <laughs> yes, where you have uh, M uh, Grammy Award-winning Kate Nash singing off key. <laughs> Blew my mind how talented she is. It takes a supreme amount of skill to not be able to sing well. Because yeah, have you heard her actual music? Yeah, she's amazing. She's brilliant. Or even better, the PSA again. <laughs> yes. Yeah. What is going on? Because I rem I remember kidnapping people. <laughs> Don't kidnap people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what I love about Glow is because like there's a lot of the show that is. I mean, okay. One thing I want to really praise it is the fact that we're kind of going through this new retro wave of like how everything in the 80s was cooler and pink and purple and like fun, and like they were just showing also nonsensical to a point. But yes, yeah. and then like, they're showing just how crappy the 80s was, but just <laughs> lovable crappy. How dare you, sir? All of that was amazing. Don't let you don't let me explain Transformers to you again. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it's a car and a robot, your two favorite toys. <laughs> and guns too. And they have guns. <laughs> that apparently miss all the time. Until the movie happens and it's all on point. But uh, this is what I'm gonna say about Glue, because the thing is right. For the first time, is like once you follow the the behind the scenes of these characters and you just fall in love with their arcs and you just look at them and you think, oh, they're human beings. And then you see the actual show. And then the thing is you can show that one episode to a random non-wrestling fan. Mm -hmm. yeah. And they'd be like, this is so dumb, but isn't this f amazing? It's like, <laughs> That's your history of wrestling right there. I All was these watching that thinking, dumb. <laughs> if I had sat down and watched that, I would have gone into wrestling so goddamn hard. Which is why, like, the thing is, Wrestling now, especially like say after the Attitude Era, where it's all about you know like being a little bit more down to earth and greedy. Not just that, also like some people like, oh, is it really breaking kayfabe or not? You can't tell until you know. And then it like, is like, yeah. and like I was, um, the one trying to tell like you, eccentric Tom. Okay, so back in the 80s, we had characters like Papa Shango, <laughs> the junkyard dog. <laughs> we had one, of the, one of the longest running mainstays is the undead wizard who comes back to life every WrestleMania, the Undertaker. And, you know, we have uh, Brett the Hitman at heart, who's the best there is, the best there was, and the, the best rockers, there ever um, You know, well, Brutus we, the Beefcake Barber. Brutus right? the Barber Beefcake, who is a British barber. Okay. Who, <laughs> 
also can do the vertical pile driver. <laughs> and we have the ultimate warrior who's from parts unknown. <laughs> Nobody knows where he came from, but he's going to come in there and he's going to like, you know, bench press a person and throw him over the top rope. So, Glow perfectly sums up how glorious old school 80s nonsense. WWF, sir. Not WWE. F, the F. The original 80s when every character was just... They had a character called Coco Beware. <laughs> he had a, a parrot. That's oh, all. A giant God. guy He's named a black Earthquake guy. as well, right? Yeah, earthquake and Typhoon. <laughs> <laughs> and then they became a tech team nasty called boys. The Natural nasty Disasters. Boys. Yes. We had the Nasty Boys where the finishing move is where one, where one nasty boy takes your face and puts it into the armpit of the other nasty boy. <laughs> <laughs> and that's enough to KO a person. Oh, wow. And the time when Legion of Doom actually worked because it was the 80s with the armor pads and the shoulder pads. And they everything. were called the Road Warriors. Road Warriors, sorry. Road Warriors. And then they had to be, they had to change the Legion of Doom because apparently Mad Max would copyright and sue. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's what I'm saying. It's like the glorious stupidity of old school wrestling. Especially like when people ask me about like wrestling from the old days, right? And then they'll complain about, oh, the moves look fake or everything looks so like, you know, uh, staged and played out. I don't care about the wrestling. I'm interested in the backstory. <laughs> it's like <laughs> characters. It's like Macho Man is like sleeping with Elizabeth. What? No, it's like no. And then Hulk Rick, Hogan was sleeping. Uh, Hulk it? Hogan, yeah. and then like Ric Flair's involved. Yes. And what? You know? And wait, the Undertaker's dead, <laughs> huh? And then like there's been Undertaker sightings. Ted DiBiase has created a new Undertaker. <laughs> and then there's gonna be a match where it's Undertaker versus Undertaker. Undertaker has a brother too. Don't forget. And then Undertaker has a brother who's a demon from hell named Kane. This is amazing. and before that there was a fake Undertaker too, played by Diesel, played by Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash. Okay, and then guess what? You know what? Scott Hall apparently not Latino, but yep. still Razor Ramon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so this, I mean that's what I love so much about Glow is like. Yeah, this is how I explain wrestling to my friends who always gave me shit about how wrestling sucked. It's like, it's not about the wrestling. <laughs> it's about the soap opera attached to it. Yeah. I really care it's about, about the this. crazy storylines. It's the soap opera for teen boys. <laughs> yes, exactly. You know, it's like why we watch He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. Is it about battling Skeletor? No, no. it's about the life's lessons of working together <laughs> and teamwork and shit. You know? <laughs> I mean, that's what I love about and the 80s. And for Skeletor's voice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ah, he-man. That's a great And his Twitter feed, too. Yeah. Oh, God. I love Twitter feed, Skeletor's yeah. Twitter feed. That's awesome. <laughs> I'll get you, he-man. Yeah. <laughs> yes, queen. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know what I just thought of? What? They should remake uh, Master Universe and have the Fab Five in it. Oh, God. <laughs> Jonathan Van Ness as Skeletor. No. <laughs> That's genius. <laughs> that will work so well. Good. Just have Skeletor but like long lashes. <laughs> Which is beautiful. It's not a it's not a hood anymore. It's just, like, it's just his hair. This is too much of a tangent, sir. I mean, you know what? Here's an even better idea. We do Masters of the Universe with the cast of Glow. Oh. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Uh, what? Alison Brie? Or, yeah. is it, or is it? Yeah, it's Alison Brie. Alison Brie, right? Brie yes. Skeletor. No, Alison Brie would be the perfect human. <laughs> <laughs> Debbie Skeletor. Well, I don't know. Debbie has more of like the upper chest. Yeah, she's a Ram Man. Oh no, she's Battlecat. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna say Man at Arms. Man at Arms? No, no. Who be Man at Arms? Mark Maron. <laughs> <laughs> He's the mustache. <laughs> Keeps the mustache. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, like I mean, if anything, Glow to me, I mean, it doesn't do things heavy-handed. Like the serious stuff doesn't get too serious, but you know, it's topical. I mean, and it and it, it's just so goddamn earnest. Mm, yeah, that's, and that's exactly. I think what really works is that because all the characters are really supportive of each other, 
And normally when shows go on for longer, they try to artificially include like, you know, beef between people or like, you know, rivalries like, will they ever get back together again? Whereas it's just like, no, they're dealing with the shit from outside. So all they have is each other. So they reinforce and that shit. Ten, ten episodes, uh, they're enough just to actually settle everything. Yeah. yeah. If this was actually on a syndicated network, I think we'll be seeing 20, 24 hours. Episodes and no, I'm this would not work as a syndicated yeah, show. Yeah, it wouldn't. I'm it just wouldn't. glad that this is the kind of thing that you can find on Netflix. Yeah, like mm-hmm. if this wasn't on Netflix, this would be an HBO show, I would say. Which had more tits. Yeah. Oh. I, I would love to see more unnecessary, you know, we did sex have positions. A few. <laughs> um, uh, we finally got to see Debbie's did the, the titties. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> as she was doing the, the angry shower. Yeah. yeah. And then Gaiman walks in, whoa! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Ah, so that's the that, that's that's the big uh that's the that's the hint that's the clue. Yeah. Uh, you don't like to look at that. Mm. Yeah, it's like ew, blueies. <laughs> <laughs> Do you don't like look at what? Okay, <laughs> I was thrown off got there for a second. So yes, Glow probably one of the best uh Netflix shows. About about, about, about wrestling and the drama that about unfolds wrestling. behind it. Not even it, about yeah. wrestling. It's just one of the best uh, as a show. Yeah. Best a shows show. period on Netflix. Yep. So what would your rating be? Me. Well, I would say probably three Undertakers out of five Stone Cold Steve Austins. There we go. <laughs> I would say four rocks out of... One Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> no, out of... Four fi- gallbladder stones <laughs> out of one Dwayne Johnson. Out of five John Cena's. Out of five John Cena's. There's a lot of John Cena's, sir. You can see John yeah. Cena, apparently. No. Four Shawn Michaels out of five Marty Genities. Wow. <laughs> Deep cuts there. He put him through glass, remember? Yes, yes he did. <laughs> you know what I miss? I can't wait until they have the episode of Glow where, you know, in the old days on WWF, like in between matches, mm-hmm. you would just cut to the side and somebody had his own talk show <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. randomly. <laughs> it's like, what? Welcome to uh, like Jake the Snake Snake Pit. I'm going to interview another guy. Like, why? <laughs> well, hey, next season, uh, I mean, we've, we've talked about spoilers, so fuck it. Like, they're going to Vegas. We're mm. going to have Vegas money. Gonna be going in the up. show, but I don't know about Netflix. So. Uh, Netflix, I think. But I'll Netflix money is bigger than Vegas money. I hope. Well, yeah. Netflix is so many goddamn Netflix shows. Netflix has yeah. been running out a loss of about three billion a year for the last three years. Please don't crash Netflix. I haven't oh, no, finished well, so many shows. It's because they're yeah. doing the aggressive expansion, so they'll start making money in five years' time. You think so? Yeah. It's the Razor and Blade theory, right? Yeah, pretty much. Mm. And it just means that uh, some other show is going to be cut. And if they don't remake Alienist, eh, who cares? Yeah, we just hope that at least Glow wouldn't be one of those getting cut. No, uh, it like, they're going to the cut place. Altered Carbon because that was so expensive for mm. such a shite show. <laughs> I think something else also got recently cancelled on from Netflix. I can't remember exactly what it is right now, but it kind of took me by surprise as well. But, you know, um, I mean, as long as they have the Juggernauts, Rick and Morty, as long as they have Bojack Horseman. Oh, Designated Survivor, I think that was taken by another streaming network. Really? Recall. It's probably Amazon. Maybe, maybe yeah. And I heard yeah. also, that, oh, oh, I think I'm talking about The Expanse. The Expanse got cancelled, right? But yeah, it actually Expan- went on to Amazon or some yeah. other network. So, But it's originally from Netflix, if I'm not mistaken? No, yeah. no, no, no. It's, no. A, ne- it's a Netflix original. I'm not too sure. Oh, <laughs> no, was it a sci-fi? No, it was sci-fi. It was sci-fi it channel. Was sci-fi. Oh. sci-fi. There you go. Like the first good sci-fi. Uh, In a long TV's. time. Yeah. Yeah. God damn! I was so disappointed by the Swiss Family Robinson uh, remake. Lost in Space. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, apparently, it got good near the end. Uh, really? Yeah. That's why. So I heard. was it really playing it seriously, or was we still got some? Yeah, camping? they played it. They played it serious, but it still had the goofy robot. So okay. it's like you know, Danger Will Robinson. You gotta yeah. have that. You gotta have that. Yeah. I mean, it's very surprising that nobody realizes that's it's Swiss Family Robinson, but in space. <laughs> well, it's because, uh, you know, uh, you want insightful uh, stuff from uh, people on the internet. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
So yes, glow. <laughs> you know what? Welcome to the Lost King. Everything's a tangent. <laughs> Everything is a tangent. From space to you oh. know <laughs> in wrestling. I want this. I don't know if, I, if it's a good idea, but I would love for one episode of Glow to just be them all cutting promos. Just talking to camera and being in character and like calling out That is going to be yeah. how uh, they're going to promote season three. I would love that. Because the thing is, I need more promos from these people. Yeah. <laughs> Either it'll be a 30-minute show or basically just like a lead up to the third yeah, season. Or a music video. I, I want, want more music videos. And I want them to lean in hard into the offensive stuff as well. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. So have uh, Fortune Cookie just uh, like really ham up the Chinese accent. Yeah. And then... She appeared in a rice hat, sir. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm, I think as an Asian... Not offended. Keep going. And also, yeah. I love how, like, out of character, Jenny's just like, like, I've stopped trying to tell people I'm Cambodian. Just. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So, um, from the top rope to the top floor. Yeah. Is top that the same way we're yep, going that's for? Yeah. Much. So, speaking of wrestlers making it big elsewhere. Dwayne The Rock fucking Johnson. He's fresh, getting a lot of jobs here and there. Fresh lately. from the success. Yeah. He's the busiest man in Hollywood. Yes, yes. Self-titled. He all, he's all business. I mean, fresh from the success of Rampage and Jumanji. Yes. And that movie with, that other movie with Kevin Hart. And that other Central movie, Intelligence. And Central. that, that other movie with Kevin ago. Hart. Yeah. Central I don't know the other one. Two, yeah. Maybe. And that other movie with Kevin Hart. <laughs> he has like three movies a year. So he's appearing... He has his own cinematic universe. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, yes. <laughs> he should. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the R-U. The, uh, the, the, no, the D-U-C-U. <laughs> the the, the D-J-U. The, the D-J- Why J? Uh, Dwayne oh, Johnson. Dwayne oh, Dwayne Johnson? Yeah. I thought you meant Jabroni. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Jabroni verse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Actually, that's also another one, the Jabroni verse. <laughs> God damn it. Where he and the rock wrestler are two different people, like <laughs> Superman 3. They have to fight each so other. So where does Tooth Fairy fit in, though? <laughs> where does Tooth Fairy fit in? I don't know. <laughs> oh, gosh. That, okay. That's like the Blade to uh, <laughs> the <laughs> universe. <laughs> anyway, so, okay. Uh, Skyscraper is a movie... It came from uh, the. That, that's uh, my synopsis. Skyscraper is a movie. So, <laughs> let's let's take a look at the uh, the random number generator that is uh, a rock film uh, script. So, first name, <laughs> last name, former. Enter here. Ist. Ist. <laughs> is now ist dealing with ist having to deal with ist saving his daughter from this. Yeah. Yeah. Saving his this from that. So this time he plays Will Sawyer, a former. He's a Sawyer. Yeah, yeah. Will Sawyer. Yeah. He's a former army guy. For, no, guy. Yeah, no, former marine. Former marine. He yeah. always has to be ex special became, forces or something. Became right? FBI. Lost his leg in a uh, domestic uh, bomb. Yep. And he's now a security consultant for um, an insurance company building a skyscraper. Which is like very hard to believe because how do you dead live with only one leg? How do you stay in that shape, sir? <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll answer these questions Protein. later. Protein. We'll go on, go on the synopsis. No, these questions should never be answered. <laughs> yeah. That's the secret to these kind of movies. <laughs> no, do not question the plot, sir. So that is just the first five minutes. And uh, the first five minutes we see him lose his leg. Well, we see, like, basically, it's a guy in Minnesota is holding his family hostage. Like, it's just a guy who had a mental breakdown. And they uh, enter the home because they think he just has a gun. And he's holding his child, like, just holding, like, trying to say, like, you know, don't shoot me, I have a kid. And they're saying, please, like, put it down. It's over. Put your kid down. Come with us. No one else needs to be hurt. In his usual doing the then, Rock Johnson calming voyeur. Yeah. And then he turns his back and was like, okay, calm. And then he turns around and he's got, you know, a... Uh, Bomb. All the bombs strapped onto his yeah, chest. Yeah, and then he just detonates. And then Flash, he meets his wife in hospital. And then 
they do this promo for the skyscraper which is being built in Hong Kong and then we cut to him yeah. getting ready to do the final presentation and the way he fits in is that he because the, the plot is that because the building is so fucking big mm-hmm. no one wants to insure the, the building because it's massive it's like we can't underwrite this it's like the size of a skyscraper it's <laughs> they say it's like twice the height of the Burj Khalifa oh yeah yeah. that's the Dirge Khalifa then. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> So, and then this is where it becomes unnecessarily nerdy, where you're talking about how in he a needs, rock movie, yeah, go he on. To, he needs to do a security thing where I have to talk about like anti-terrorism measures, about you know fire measures, earthquake, typhoon, and he has to underwrite like sign off and all of that, so they can underwrite the largest underwriting in um, insurance history. Yes, this is a line from the fucking movie. Really? Yes, yes. yes it's all it a tech is. scandal or something. Oh, it's an insurance scam. Well, that, but that, that's what I'm thinking as well. But then it turns out to be something else, which is very, very dumb. I'll get to it, to it later. So, uh, oh, wait, this is going to be full spoilers. Let's do full spoilers later. It's a rock movie. Yeah. Do you want me to not spoil it? <laughs> rock, rock wins in the end. <laughs> <laughs> the skyscraper alert. was his father along. <laughs> yeah, Dwayne, yeah. I am your father. <laughs> there oh, was another skyscraper, oh, the inverse skyscraper. <laughs> Somewhere. What? It's like Castlevania. Symphony of the Night. The skyscraper was a man. It turns upside down. (laughs) No, the skyscraper is Tyler Durden on the (laughs) world. Sure. How do we spoil a rock movie? Ends with the Pixies. (laughs) Uh, But so the final part of the movie is that he has to go to an offsite scene, which uh, site which handles all of the security measures. I mean, I'm sure it makes sense in real life to have your security off-sites to make maybe... Another spot. You yeah. know what? Like, it have does, a fail-safe kind of thing. But this doesn't make sense in a rock movie. Why are we explaining things? When do we <laughs> bullshit up? Well, uh, it, first, the rock gets mugged on a star ferry. Who in their right mind would mug a guy who looks like that? <laughs> Someone who get who got paid really, really well. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm sure like, his friends like, well, look after your wife and kids. Just go mug him. What? <laughs> I'm going to need a down payment. Yeah. <laughs> 70% I, down payment, please. Thank you. No, 90%. 90%, yeah. I want you to put my kids through college yeah. because I'm not surviving looking at that man, yeah. let alone mugging him. I mean, I would love for and it. And he gets yeah. pushed over. Like, <laughs> he manages to knock over the rock and like, just kick his leg from under him because remember, he has a peg leg. Ah. Yeah. Prosthetic leg, yeah. A yeah. metal, yeah. Being used a lot as set pieces. What's the yeah, politically it, correct it term for that? It becomes a Chekhov's gun. Yes, a Chekhov's <laughs> leg. <Yes. Yeah. laughs> so to speak. And <laughs> let's not forget, like within like first fifteen minutes, when there are rock- so many Chekhov's guns. Yeah. Like he mentions the fire uh, countermeasures, turning something off and on again. Yes. That becomes a thing later on in the movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we're going to explain to you. His wife, like ninety percent of problems can be solved by turning stuff off and on again. Hmm, I wonder when this will become important <laughs> later on in the movie. Really? Another gun uh, is actually at the top of the skyscraper in that special little dome area yeah. with the mirrors. Oh yeah, like that's like the biggest stuff like, oh, we're setting up uh, the repeat from Man with a Golden Gun. Mm-hmm. Like there's just like, there's this, for some reason, there's this big ball area where all these mirrors pop up, which are like 4K uh, cameras and like 8K definition. Introduced by Chin Han himself. Yeah. Uh, Singaporean just, born. Just so that yes. you can't tell what you're looking at. It's like, why would you need this other than to have a final showdown with a big bat? <laughs> Sir, if I was a, a billionaire idiot myself, I too would create a room specifically for to have a final showdown. showdown. Yeah, with, a, with, with who could possibly... You know what? 
one day if I accrue a certain amount of money where and I need to be stopped <laughs> knowing my personality. I need a hall of mirrors hallway for that. No, that's the first thing I would do as a crazy billionaire. Okay, I need to hire I need to hire an army of henchmen yeah. for some guy to beat up before they get to me. <laughs> I don't want to get beaten up straight away. See, this is the thing, like, if you were gonna go full on a bon villain, why didn't you just build it in like a volcano? <laughs> a volcano no vo- on a skyscraper. There's no volcanoes in China. <laughs> There is a forest reserve in this skyscraper, though. There's a forest reserve. That's true, yeah. <laughs> because we need. They had to go see the pandas. I'm sure it was somewhere <laughs> in the building. I'm such a crazy billionaire. This entire skyscraper is made of panda bone. <laughs> and yeah. the electronics are really lifelike. It's very hard for them to make to make enough bone to make the skyscraper. <laughs> so anyway, after that, his best friend who brought him on as a security consultant. Oh, his best friend, played by uh, some dude. <laughs> <laughs> Some dude who dies 30 minutes later. Yeah. So, like, he has the betrayal, the heel turn, if you will. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Wrestling terms. The sad get- thing is you can I mean, or the best thing is you can actually see this coming a mile away. This it's is like so your goddamn clear. As soon as the or fifth action movie. As soon as the camera, doors right. open, yeah. he's got the nice suit. He's got the scar on his face. Like, okay, yeah, so when are you going to die? <laughs> Obvious bad guy is obvious. Yeah. Is yeah. that what you're trying to say? Okay. And cool. then you also get to see Noah Taylor next to Chin Han at that skyscraper yeah, and meeting. Then we see, Gee, like, I wonder when he's going to be a bad guy. <laughs> also, we have the B uh, bad team, which is ruled, uh, run by the Asian Ruby Rose. Asian Ruby Rose? Yes, yes, yes. Me, Luby Lose? I Luby Lose. I fuck you up. <laughs> Complete with the whole come over and all. <laughs> yes, she has exactly the same hairstyle. <laughs> the only thing missing are horrible hand tattoos and bad acting. <laughs> no, we got worse acting instead. No, actually, she's a better actor than Ruby Rose. There you go. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I've never seen Ruby Rose act. Oh, wait, I have. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Very low bar, sir. Exactly. So it's like, <laughs> what what happens when you can't afford Michelle uh, Yeoh anymore? Mm. No, I think she's aged out. I don't think she wants to do this yeah, kind of stuff anymore. Yeah, we need young people to play like uh, that again. What's Crouching Tiger Girl? The one she fought? Zhang Ziyi, right? Zhang Ziyi. Yeah, that is she still around? She was actually in that movie reviewed the one with the the God Complex. What? Got particle. What was it called? Cloverfield something. Paradox. She was oh yeah, you're Paradox. right. Oh. She was in Cloverfield Paradox as Asian girl who gets frozen. Yeah, pretty much. Very quickly. Uh, that's that explains why she wasn't here. Yep. She was frozen. She somewhere was in Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, sir. Or oh, right. the new one. Hmm? Or the old one. The original one. Oh. Oh. Yeah. There's a new one. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah that was a sequel. The Sword sequel. of Destiny. <sighs> yeah, exactly. Anyway, I think that's how everyone responded when they saw the announcement. <laughs> 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 that's not how anybody responded when they saw a skyscraper. No, everyone's like, what? Or like, really? Where's the monkey? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I've never seen a sequel happen in a six-month turnover before. But see, here's the thing. As soon as she hits the fan, it hits it in the most satisfying way. Really? Because the way they start the fire, like we didn't start the fire. Yeah. Um, they okay, st- nice yeah. Billy Joel reference <laughs> there. There we go. <laughs> go on. Uh, this, because um, they have a sprinkler system, the way they start it is that they put down powder, which catches fire when it becomes wet. What crazy chemistry is this? <laughs> it's a chemical that actually exists. There are There is stuff which sets on fire in water. Really? Yeah. Mm. Like, how do you think Greek fire happens? With Greek pipes. Exactly. <laughs> 
<laughs> I do not want to finish that joke. There we go. <laughs> there was actually a set piece involving actual fans too, or a giant turbine in the tower itself. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. At the well, beginning well, too. Well, well, like okay, e- like everything is a Chekhov's gun. Yes. You know what, everything. <laughs> Boys, I think we're tangenting a little bit too hard here. How about we start from the ground floor and work our way up? So we've got. Well, the thing is, it doesn't start on the ground floor. It starts at a ninety-sixth floor. The okay, middle. The middle. Basically. And then it goes up. Let's to start in the mezzanine. Floor. <laughs> 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 you want to be pedantic? Okay, let's start. Sl- above the lobby so so the thing is is that they set off the fire and then it's kind of contained by the fire countermeasures careful but then you just did an end then yeah and then but then, <laughs> but then. <laughs> the countermeasures are turned off by the b team where they basically create this huge uh, wind tunnel by all of the elevators and uh, we just see this wonderful thing where these two like kind of good guy henchmen get blown to pieces by this big tunnel of fire think backdraft okay I but think with a budget Oh, okay. Yeah, mm. just boom. <laughs> it was glorious to see. And yeah. then, and sorry. And then Nev Campbell and the family—they're all uh, escape unscathed. What's the What's the name of uh, the kids? No, uh, who plays the the mother? The mother, yeah, that's Nev Campbell. That's Is that Nev Campbell? Yeah, it looks like Kate Mara. That's Nev Campbell. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I. They look very similar. I, I like me a good Nev Campbell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Big fan of her since the craft. And that TV show she did, which I can't remember. Was it Party of Five? Party of Five. Party or was five. it Seven? Uh, he- no, that, that's Jessica Biel, right? On like Seven Heaven, right? Jennifer Love Hewitt was in one of them. But anyway, she's yeah, the so Ghost Whisperer, sir. Yeah, brown haired <laughs> white lady. Yes, brown haired white lady. All the favorite. Who can also speak a bit of Chinese? Which well, yeah, because because she's on. a Navy surgeon. Neff Campbell's a Navy surgeon. Yeah, and they have two very gorgeous uh, mixed race kids. Oh, like, like they've got a nice tan skin and deep blue eyes, like. Whoa, you're going to be gorgeous once you become adults. Okay. <laughs> you don't need to have to make it that quiet. Like, there's nothing creepy about it. I'm just saying, like, you know. Uh, Last King fans, uh, keep your children away from us. <laughs> 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 how do you twist my words? I didn't say Okay, anything. so after they escaped the fire, I think, I, mean, I believe the rock told them okay to actually... It's okay if you find you know. children beautiful. I just think it's weird. <laughs> they were cute kids, and I'm just saying that you can tell they're going to be very good looking once they become older. Did and they're they actually competent in the film as well. Too. Oh, really? I mean, they oh, yeah. they saved the day? Not really, uh, but... Like, wait, wait, is one of them a hacker? No, no, I wish. <laughs> we didn't have the Jurassic but Park problem. <laughs> no, the thing is that like they're not annoying. Like Often when okay. you add yeah. kids like this into an action movie, they tend to be just pure hindrances. Mm. And here, they're not irritating. They're not like snotty-nosed kids. They're just kind of sweet kids. Kind of like, we're going to see pandas. Yay! We can't see pandas because one's ill. Aww. Okay, daddy. <laughs> and then like when they're told to uh, you know, like follow the mother or follow the father, like they do what they're fucking told. It's like, right. thank you, kids, for once obeying what your parents are saying because they know what they're doing. Yeah. Especially in a burning goddamn building. Yeah. That's for sure. It's like, no, I look after, look after Mike Blankie. Like, no, we're going now. <laughs> we're getting out of here. I mean, like, so one of the major complaints people have about this movie is like it's basically Die Hard trying to be Towering Inferno trying to be a rock movie. Well, it that's is that. A, that is that one problem with the film I feel as a whole where basically Die Hard itself you kind of want Bruce Willis to win because at that time I think he got off Moonlighting and a bunch of other shows if I recall right but yeah he was the, sh- he's the schlubbiest schlub ever yeah, you didn't like, see him as an action film built, he, was like, he was like he wasn't you know fat but he was definitely like average guy yeah. average guy making it big you know against all odds not this a guy one. who eats four chickens a day yeah not a guy you who definitely see, wakes up at 5am yeah. to do deadlifts 5am <laughs> you slacker 4am 4am he wakes up 4am to Instagram people and remind them why aren't you awake yeah it's like I feel like I'm being slapped in the face every time I look at his Instagram like 
he has this whole gym he brings with him wherever he goes. Well, if you're <laughs> it's a, a fucking tent for just full of iron. Well, if you're the highest paid actor in Hollywood at the time, sure. Yeah. I mean, the, the, who's the guy? He Oh, he took over from Samuel L. Jackson, right? Samuel L. No, Jackson Will Smith. used to... Will Smith. Was it Will Smith? Will Smith was Mr. Hollywood at first, and then mm. it became him. Yes. But you know what? Can't wait for The Rock's rap career. Hope it never happens. <laughs> well, remember, Will Smith had his rap career first, and then he became superstar. Yep. And he's unfortunately missed, because I missed his raps. Summertime. summertime. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean nice, that inconsequential rap. Like, nice and half. No, no, no. It's, okay, it's, hold it's, on. It's beautiful. Name one other rapper who never drops an F-ball. And who is that good? And who is one of the greatest DJs of all time with Jazzy Jeff? Although, uh, Will Smith <laughs> does drop an F-ball <laughs> once. Yeah. When? And why? Exactly. And when was that? When he After 9-11. <laughs> mm-hmm. There we go. So, so justified. Yeah. There you go. So, Will Smith, go back to your old school roots. I mean, like, if you look at his old Philly days. Yeah. Damn. Okay, why are we talking about Will Smith? Let's talk about <laughs> another non-existent rap career with The yeah. Rock. <laughs> yeah. Or soon to be, soon to be. Who knows? So I mean, he's on the trajectory right now, right? I mean, he's, he's been on the trajectory for the last 10 years. When is he going to top up when he finally does a superhero movie? Well, he had his first he bomb with Baywatch. He is going to do a superhero he's film, Black Adam, right? Yeah, he's going to be Black Adam. Yeah. And then there's also a Shazam movie, so they're not tied in at all? I think I it's think the same. Are, I think I it's think. one of the same. Yeah. It's Zachary Levi as Shazam. Which kind of makes sense. Yeah. So I want to see him buff. I'll be like, oh, hello, Chuck. There is a photo that's floating on right yeah, now. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, him having chucking a beer next to his kid. Oh, Billy. Uh, joke it? Cola, Joke Cola. I don't think Shazam drinks or can drink anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah, because he's still technically yeah, a, a kid. Yeah, he's a kid. He's still a kid. Billy Batson's a kid still. So, yeah. Yeah. Wow, how do we go from superheroes because to the rock. Because The Rock is a living superhero. Yeah, he is. Yeah. It's so like, in this one, he's... Uh, I, it's kind of interesting that they made him uh, actually disabled this time around. As if to say, even with one leg, he can kick the ass of anyone he wants. Because he wanted everybody else to have a chance. <laughs> yeah. And sure. It, and I guess a conversation of, like, if you wanted to make that your thing, why did you get someone who actually has a missing leg as the role, but then you have to mention, well, no one has the same name recognition as The Rock. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's a conversation which I don't think we need to have necessarily. It's, you know. I'm pretty sure the people in China didn't think about that at all. Absolutely yeah. not. They'll be like, oh, I actually use his leg, his prosthetic, prosthetic leg in a very, you know, sort of He's a proper manner, MacGyver when it comes to uh, using the leg. Yeah. Is it like Robocop where there's actually a gun in his leg also? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's just a metal prosthetic leg. But he does use it's it very to, sturdy. He does use it to beat someone. Really? Yes, Absolutely. He, did. he literally takes his leg off to beat someone. He doesn't say anything leg related, unfortunately, which I feel no like they really missed out. No. Uh, I'm going to stick this foot up your ass. <laughs> I really wish they had said that at least once. The only line I remember, the only thing close to a catchphrase he said was basically, this is stupid when he's about to go to the turbine. Oh, yeah. It's basically saying, yeah, we are trying to be. <laughs> they're recreating the scene with the hose pipe from uh, the first Die Hard, mm. but with rope. And he's just going. This is stupid as he goes out the window. Just like uh, John McClane saying, you're an idiot, you're an idiot, you're an idiot. Why are you doing this? You're fucking stupid mm. as he jumps out. So he's referencing a better movie. Apparently. In a way, in a way, in that sense. So, okay, I need to ask Look, you guys. this movie is derivative as fuck, uh-huh. but we expected it to be. Mm. But how are the fire effects, sir? Actually, they're not bad. Yeah, I mean, I like... enjoyed what they've done. I mean, that's the, how the movie's supposed On the to wide sell. shots, yeah. when it's a very clear CGI building on CGI fire... It's very hard to avoid, but up close, I think they spend a lot of money on good pyrotechnics. Really? Yeah, yeah. all that foliage burning, especially in the fake forest. practical effects and stuff. Right? Yeah. Seems like it, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and uh, another thing I'll mention is, once again, The Rock is showing that he's not a bad actor when he wants to be. 
Like yeah, he's if he's not, motivated, I yeah, think. He's not, yeah. I, but the thing is, he's always motivated. He works damn hard and he always tries to add some nuance to his characters. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't like, shit on his role, thankfully. You know, yeah, he's like, not like a paycheck kind of role. In this one, like, he's definitely very different Have from. Have you seen Jumanji? <laughs> <laughs> No, in, in Jumanji, he actually He was actually like a job. cowering kid. Like he's that? actually trying to play no, a cowering he kid. Was, yeah. He was probably one of the better actors. I don't know. I mean, like, to Next me... Next to Jack Black, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know it's a very, it's, it's a very uh, derisive movie, but I mean, my favorite rock performance role is still... Uh, what was the sequel to Be Cool? Oh, it was Be Cool? Be Cool. It was Be Cool. Be Cool and He was Ty a flamboyant guy, right? He was, yeah, he was gay. Yeah. He, was gay the, bodyguard. He, he was the gay bodyguard to uh, Vince Vaughn. And... Uh, Pain and Gain, the Michael Bay movie. Oh yeah, like, yeah. That he was in that I, movie. I really like Pain and Gain. Yeah, despite yeah. what people say about Michael Gain. That's the best Michael, Michael Bay movie. Yeah. Sorry, Michael, Michael Bay, Bay, Bay. Bay. <laughs> Next to Bad Freudian Boys. Slip dancer. <laughs> yeah, that's the Bad Boys. But no, I mean, even in Central Intelligence, where he plays a guy with Asperger's, he actually did a fairly good job of not hamming it up and kind of making it. Have you it seen? I mean, the Rock cut a promo. He does have Asperger's. Yeah. <laughs> but I. Well, I'm not going to deny, deny that this is still a paycheck movie, but at least for the paycheck, all paycheck film, movies, yeah. sir. Everybody he's, gets paid. Yeah, yeah, he's still actually yeah. giving it his all. Like, he's always giving it. Of, you know, even when there's a white yeah, shot when uh, he has to run to make that stupid jump in the in which the is the poster process. everybody's yeah. complaining yeah. about. They it. actually they move the crane slightly closer <laughs> for the movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But we'll fix it in post. But yeah. When but he's doing the run, he actually does a slight limp as someone who would have a prosthetic leg. Oh, uh, so he's acting. Yeah, he's actually acting. Cool. <laughs> he's acting more than the main villain. You know, I would love to see, like the the Rock in a Paul Thomas Anderson movie. Like, what could you? you know what? what could you do with him? <laughs> like, yeah. see what, okay. He, I he, think we could get an almost an Oscar nominated um, what? role out of him. Where are we going with this, sir? <laughs> I think The Rock has it within him to do a really good um, dramatic role. You think so? Yeah. Someone who's retired, maybe. We just, there need, was this one we just movie. need to stop making his actors o- make him only do big action blockbusters. I mean, it escapes me right now, but he did attempt a very dramatic role when he was looking for his lost son. I can't remember exactly. Uh, I know him. which one you're talking about. And actually, he did a fairly good job as a, a heartbroken father. Just yeah. the rest of the movie was kind of mediocre. Mm-hmm. San Andreas, was it? No. <laughs> <laughs> Very different. What are you talking yeah, about? I don't know. He's <laughs> <laughs> the rock expert here, San Andreas. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, Skyscraper. <laughs> skyscraper, San Andreas, and Rampage are in the same universe. Yes. No, the DJU. There's, there's the a DJU. scene where the monkey, the giant ape, holds a skyscraper and the San Andreas fall and does the finger flick. <laughs> 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 That's the poster right there, boys and girls. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh. <laughs> yes, The Rock is right. Jesus. Look, <laughs> this movie is not going to win any awards. Of course not. <laughs> it's, it's, it's stupid. But, but gloriously fun. I had so much fun. Mm. Look, I watched Hotel Artemis the day before and that was such a shit movie. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> it's really bad. Bad because it's trying too hard, right? Because it marked it as, oh, think of the hotel from John Wick and we're going to have actual fight scenes. Except there's only one fight one scene. One fight scene with Sofia Botella and it's poorly cut. The rest of it, oh, it's man. actually about... Um, the hospital. The so nurse. Some people coming in. It's and Jodie Foster. Jodie Foster. Yeah, it's a, about Jodie Foster. Okay. And she does well, but it's just like it's so badly. 
Structured? Yeah, badly structured, uh, poorly marketed, and it was just, it was not a good movie. I wouldn't say poorly marketed, I would just say mismarketed. Mis- because yeah. I was, it was promising an action movie, but unfortunately... The and once again, we, we got a talking film, basically. Yeah, we I, got like a drama... And once again, Jeff Goldblum is marketed heavily and in it for 10 minutes. Yeah. Because, you know, demographics like Jeff Goldblum... He has a fantastic uh, death scene, though. Really? Yes. Yeah. Even did, better than did. the one from Grand yeah, Budapest. Yeah, his neck gets sliced open by Sofia Boutella as she's staring him in the eye. Wait, is Sofia Boutella still like... The, the girl from Kingsman, no, right? Yeah. She talks more at the very least. Well, yeah. yeah. Like, and this time she's leaning hard into her French accent. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Like, this, well, she's definitely going places. You gotta, you gotta see her in more other films. Oh, well, no. she was in The Mummy, remember? And look where that took her. <laughs> no, I think she still has a career as she's action lady. She has one movie coming out uh, directed by Gaspar Noe, which I'm very interested Ooh, in. Okay, I think okay. it's already out. Is it out? Because it was, I know it's, it's, out, it's out on uh, the festival circuit. So, yeah, so we might get a. Um, uh, knowing project- our luck, we'll get it next year. We'll get it in a projector <laughs> next year. Or, or yeah, we'll yeah. see. Project the shows or at the arts house. Yeah. It totally depends because like Gaspar No movies. I mean, I mean, it was strange enough. We got Irreversible here in Singapore uncut, hmm. but then, like his earlier films like I Stand Alone or even like more recent stuff like Love, the the 3D porno. Yes. Yeah, we're not gonna <laughs> see that here anytime soon. But you know what? I'm very interested because I'm a huge fan of his films, and you know, like, Enter the Void is like one of my favorite movies ever, but. Uh, are we talking about really <laughs> esoteric, eccentric French films? Because we're because the about rock a fucking rock movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the rock movie is making us go places. Okay, we never knew where we were gonna go. We can't rate rock movies against other movies because that's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> okay, tell you what, let's make it really fair. Let's rate rock movies against Hulk Hogan movies. <laughs> is this better than No Holds Barred, sir? <laughs> or better than Suburban Commando? <laughs> Hey, or Mr. Nanny. <laughs> From a scale of Baywatch to Fast and Furious 7, <laughs> I would say this is above Rampage. <laughs> really? this, is, this is on power Rampage. This is for better me. than Rampage. This is your favorite rock movie this year because <laughs> out of the two. Yeah. Because it's technically kind of grounded. <laughs> it doesn't have giant monkeys. Yeah. It's <laughs> and it's nice to see a role where Chin Han actually lives through the entire day. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah. He has a full-on supporting role. Yes, he does. Yeah. Like, oh, really? He's, he's an Asian guy who walks in and explains things. <laughs> yes, he does. No, he's, wow. He's I'm a, fine with that, actually. He's a good MacGuffin, and I'm happy he's getting a good paycheck. <laughs> I'm fine I'm, with I'm that. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and he's not the main villain. The main villain is a Swedish guy. Some guy. For some reason. <laughs> no, wait. Did, uh, and Noah Taylor. Did Jin yeah. get killed in that uh, 2012 John Cusack movie? The one where the world ended and he was... Some engineer. He probably died. He probably, he probably died. Oh, he did, right? <laughs> yes. Was, it, was that Chin Han? Yeah, I think yeah, it was Chin Han. No, no, he had his leg crushed, but he survived. Oh, oh really? Okay. Yeah. Oh, watch it again. So he should have been his a rock brother character. the monk, uh, like, he definitely forgot all of his vows when he realized he was going to die. Like, <laughs> nope, fuck reincarnation. I'm getting on that boat. <laughs> you totally remember a movie that's not worth remembering, sir. Good job. Okay, yeah. the second film no, where Chin Han doesn't I've die. Told you, I've told you why I remember it. <laughs> because I watched it with my father, and when they said, the neutrinos, they're mutating. <laughs> my father, bless his soul, who studied physics at Oxford, went, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> and then the rest of the movie, he was staring at me as if, why are you forcing me to watch this? Did you pay for it, sir? No. Well, I think it was a love film. It was uh, a cable, rental. right? Oh, okay. It was like a, one of those things where you get a DVD and you send it uh. back, that kind of shit. <laughs> like, remember those days before Netflix took over our lives? Uh, rentals. Uh, but Netflix used to deliver DVDs. I know. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> no, what Netflix as we know it today. Oh, uh, okay. 
which is basically remember when YouTube used to have full movies and then they <laughs> got rid of that. Really yeah, because <laughs> the, the golden era. <laughs> yeah, it's because uh, music labels suddenly went, "Oh, we can make money off of this. Let's start pulling a bullshit onto here as well." You know, speaking of mu- uh, <laughs> music label bullshit, I'm so glad they removed the word "vivo" from every single artist mm-hmm. on yeah. YouTube now because it's but not, they replaced it with like <laughs> the music note emoji. Yeah, which is like equally dumb. But you know, at least yeah, it doesn't look so goofy. It's also why you know a lot of uh, content creators on YouTube are still being fucked over. It's because they're only kowtowing to the music industry. Like, mm-hmm. They don't give a fuck about the people who made the platform. Like, even PewDiePie is being fucked over by them. And right. if Vivo? No, no by YouTube. YouTube. Imagine if he leaves. <laughs> because the thing is, YouTube is hemorrhaging money too, to an extent. I mean, because it's, Google has admitted on several occasions that... They don't we, make money. We don't make money from YouTube, but these guys are making money from the ads. So, yeah, I do understand as a giant corporate identity, like, platform or uh, entity, I'm sorry. It's like, yeah, we have staff to pay. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? If, we, if we're not profiting at any possible opportunity, we have no idea. But then again, it's also that perfect example of, like, too big to fail. Like, if we remove YouTube now, okay. So Vimeo's going to take over? I don't think <laughs> no, so. No, no. I don't know. Daily Motion seems to almost Will have we HD. Stop <laughs> talking about da- uh, they almost have HD. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we got we made it to 720 <laughs> we're now at 4k soon. hey, hey Daily Motion has a place if you're too chicken shit to actually go to a porn site it's actually not a bad <laughs> what service what are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> is that where you go to sir <laughs> for, 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 for like if you want boobs but you don't want to have full penetration who doesn't want full penetration <laughs> you'll never know who knows wow <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> different strokes with different folks. <laughs> they say, right? No, I say, like, no strokes for certain folks. Yeah. I love or half strokes. <laughs> I, I want my pornography wholesome, sir. Yeah. No, none of that ah, disgusting penetration. Well, you know, like, you know, good old Catholic boys who feel guilty. Good old Catholic time. boys who feel <laughs> Speaking as one yourself? Speaking as a former Catholic boy, yes. <laughs> Till I was ruined by the church. <laughs> what, was the, what was the vicar's name and where did he touch you, sir? <laughs> Come here, eccentric Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I shall make you electric, Tom. Oh. Show the doorway, touch you. <laughs> it's okay. It's so skyscraper. <laughs> yeah. This is like our not a bad film, but not a good one either. Look, you know what you're getting in. For. Exactly. <laughs> it's for what it is. It's amazing. For what it's not, it's shite. Yeah. What you want? It's a rock movie. Fuck you. <laughs> and I'm gonna go that and I'm gonna go that earlier comment where he said better than the last few diehards, that's for sure. Oh no, this is the third best diehard movie. Yes. Yeah, okay, I agree. Yeah, there's only been one good one for me actually. Diehard three's got good scenes. It's fine. Yeah, like the Harlem right. scene where like, he's wearing like that uh, sandwich board and walking through Harlem. Yes. Uh, but you know what's my favorite scene? Yeah. That ridiculous water puzzle, which we all solved on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, you got a three liter container and a five liter container and four liters of water. How do you have two liters in one on each side? Uh, yeah, we all know how to do this. Yeah. <laughs> and watching Samuel L. Jackson and Bruce Willis try to figure that out. Like, yeah, because we always Motherfucker, knew- I don't know mathematics. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Bruce Willis. I don't know mathematics either. Yeah, we know John McClane's not the sharpest tool in the shed. <laughs> so you put, you fill out the five, you fill out the three, then you have two. <laughs> Anyway, um, so skyscrape. <laughs> okay, so uh, let's talk about performances. How was the skyscraper, sir? <laughs> Did it fully reveal itself in character as a skyscraper? It was yeah. flaming, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was definitely on it fire. Came, it, it was on fire. It came <laughs> out before very eyes. 
And also it has the stupidest uh, way to resolve it because they finally saved the day. They were flying one helicopter. It's like, so what are you going to do? I'm going to rebuild. Are you insane? <laughs> it got set on fire and you want to rebuild it? This time I shall not make it out of straw. <laughs> I shall make it out of sticks. <laughs> and then eventually... We'll progress to brick eventually also, in the next millennium. And then the wolf from Rampage <laughs> comes yeah. and blows it down. <laughs> <laughs> With his wolf breath. I don't know. What movie are we Does the DJU combines. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> That's the ending of Skyscraper as they're flying along. Then the wolf jumps up. Yeah, it just eats it. Eats it and blows the building down. And then the the rock re- reveals himself from the rubble. And he's like, oh no, what's going on? And then these three little pigs are like, we're here to help you. Who are you guys? What? <laughs> the cops, right? <laughs> we're, the, we're, the, we're the characters that's going to be in your next movie. Sure. You want to know the motivation for the big bad guy? I don't know, but let's go. <laughs> go on, go on. He Share wanted it. protection money from the guys when they were building the skyscraper. <laughs> and then... You're uh, trying to extort people no, who can... And the, th- and the thing is, Chin Han added a tracer to uh, all the money he watched them. So he was able to steal all the money back. And so that's why he's saying fire to it, because they wanted their protection money back to give to the mob. But if you burn the skyscraper, you also burn the no, money. No, because mm-hmm. uh, they wanted to set the fire to the skyscraper because then he'll take out the hard drive, which has the code needed to trace all the money back, so get the money this back. This MacGuffin, basically. Yeah, that. the MacGuffin is a, basically a really big USB stick. That's the, a very long walk of a short piercer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, whoever wrote this... <laughs> He, it probably, was, it was he some, had extra pages. He just no, needed to fill it up. It was, it was the next Max Lander saying, I'm going to add a twist. I'm going to be smart and with then, this dumb rock movie. And then, and then, and then. And then we need the USB drive. And then we need to put her brain on a floppy disk. <laughs> and then we need to find some way. Oh, we don't have a three and a half inch floppy drive anymore. Aha! So, like, just like this movie, this episode has kind of just come to like a weird We conclusion. have not even discussed what... Like the like the fire the skyscraper, it just basically went wild with its ideas and went wild with its tangents. Very wild, yes. yes, yes. <laughs> okay. I, I mean, just watch the movie if you want. If you don't want to, whatever. I mean, like, okay, spoilers. Does the rock win? <laughs> with yes. his prosthetic intact, yes. Really? Yes. Yeah. It becomes a trophy that he mounts above the fireplace. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. irony is not dead with his character. And going back to that mirror scene, I think that set piece turned out. The set color. piece was. Interesting. Interesting. It was fine. Like it had a good payoff, which I'm not gonna spoil because you have to watch it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how about pay this? attention to the beginning of the film? It'll link up on a game. scale of pointless murder rooms. Where does this scale next to Resident Evil's laser room? <laughs> like, what's the purpose of this room? <laughs> it's to... still on par because it's I would say cool. I would <laughs> say it's kind of like uh, the spike room from the first one. <laughs> okay. Like where the, the <coughs> thing is slowly coming towards you while they're trying to solve the puzzle. Why? <laughs> Why is this necessary? Why would you build this? Because billionaires have money. You know, it's, it's like funny. that scene from Galaxy Quest. Why yes. would you build a room with giant walls <laughs> yeah. crushing people? What's, this, what's the point of this room? <laughs> oh, Galaxy Quest. Uh, Rest in peace, Alan Rickman. Oh, man. <laughs> now you make me sad. Yeah, sorry. Alan Rickman was in Die Hard. <laughs> He was. <laughs> he was Hans Gruber. He was probably the best villain of, of that movie. <laughs> of most movies. Yes, definitely in my top five. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but he's suffering from a slight case of death. death. <laughs> <laughs> or Amazing the, line. Or the way he reads, 
Now I have a machine gun. <laughs> oh, ho, oh, ho. <laughs> Alan Rickman sorely missed. <laughs> okay, let's go straight to reviews. I guess we can't talk anything else. Well, I mean, I think that's all. We <laughs> that's pretty much about. all we can shout out for this skyscraper. Stretch this out. Is there more to the skyscraper? Uh, what are the pathos and ethos explored <laughs> in this film? <laughs> What are the general themes <laughs> <laughs> that we want to do? The general theme is, ooh, the rock looks good in the shimmering uh, firelight. <laughs> with all the soot and sweat. Even with one leg, a man can stand on his own. <laughs> he is a newborn, says. a newborn Greek god. A newborn Greek <laughs> So, final ratings. Let's, let's put an end to this madness. Do you want my real rating? Sure. It's like a five... <laughs> That's a pass. Okay, sure. Money's worth. Yeah, I mean, I didn't. Uh, I wasn't disgruntled about the nine dollar fifty I spent on a matinee show. You wanted Thursday. junk food. You got junk food. Yeah, I, it was a good way to spend my MC. <laughs> fair enough. Fair nice enough. Nice for you to reveal that on the podcast. I'm sure your boss. I'm sure the admiral doesn't listen to our show. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was that old cough all over the instruments. So you know. <laughs> What about you, sir? Yeah. I'll say I'll give it the same yeah. rating as, there I we go. <laughs> <laughs> as I did. As I did, Rampage. Yeah, that's, basically. The, that's, that's the, the toffee. That's the poster. <laughs> Sky Skyscraper. <laughs> eh. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. <laughs> and then the shrug emoji. <laughs> <laughs> right, my review. It's a movie. Same, same rating as uh, Rampage. Still, uh, for monkeys, you, you get what five. you pay for. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I enjoy myself so much more than half of the bullshit we've seen. Uh, so far oh yeah it's not been a very stellar year for movies in fact all her favorite movies were from technically last year yeah hey this was much better than Pacific Rim Uprising god damn <laughs> yeah that came out this year fuck that movie. yeah <laughs> man I mean like I, I think Pacific Rim came out on Netflix quite recently I watched it yeah. again like oh god this movie is so genius but yeah and we have to deal with this shit okay speaking of giant things uh, yeah what are your thoughts about Godzilla Extended Universe. They released... Oh, yes. They released one screenshot of Godzilla doing the atomic breath into the sky. sky. Because Beautiful. Ev- because every movie deserves a giant blue beam of light from the sky. Oh. <laughs> that too. Hey, from a monster's mouth. I rolled my eyes so hard that, when I saw that. That Godzilla <laughs> movie got redeemed for me when Godzilla just vomited the blue light into that monster's mouth. The mutos, right? Yeah. yeah. I was just like... Bleh! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was... <laughs> Okay, that, that, really was, that was the only good thing about Godzilla 2014, the last 20 minutes where and Godzilla hey, just yeah. wrecked shit up. It means it's a shared universe with Skull Island, which I thought was a perfectly enjoyable movie. I mean, they, they kind of... I don't know if it's a spoiler or I don't know if it's a leak, but they do announce that Kong and Godzilla are going to face off in this one. That was announced in 2014. No, no, that was actually 16. going to be a next year movie, 2020. This one, I mean, 2019's movie is going to be Godzilla, King of the Monsters, fighting against Rodan... Rodan, um, Rodan's in this. Rodan, Mothra's in this. And King Ghidorah. King Ghidorah's yeah, in this. All three wow. of these motherfuckers. How do, you, how do you even know? You know what? Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> like, we, how we, do you know? Fuck it. We got Brian Cranston out of the way. Yep. Okay, Quicksilver's probably still in it. I don't know. I don't care. No, wait. Uh, a new actor, new, new actress is right Bobby now. Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah. Yes, she's in it. <laughs> she's in it. She's okay, the okay, dot- I'm sold. She's you know the what? daughter of the scientist. She's go- remember the original. I want her to, to, like, big reveal is that she's actually still 11. <laughs> like her nose starts beating as she just crushes Mothra. Yeah, she fights. No wait, I want her. King Ghidorah. Like if if you remember the original Mothra movie, yeah, like yeah. the the weird girls who sing and then cause Mothra to arrive. Yes, yes. Could she be? Could she be eleven and then from you know 
the the underworld. What was it called? The, the upside down. The upside down. Then Mothra appears because Mothra is technically a good guy. Mm. Oh, so he would fight with Godzilla because Godzilla. He would team up with Godzilla. Like so, the original Mothra versus Godzilla was basically a misunderstanding. <laughs> <laughs> if I remember, Final War, he actually teamed up, right? In no Final War, destroy all monsters. Oh, destroy all so monsters. Kinda, I think yeah. Final Wars also. It'd be kind of like the Avengers, where all the heroes have to fight each other. Which when is they what meet. they want to do, because basically. So King Ghidorah, on the scale of is he the turtle? No, he's the three-headed one. Three-headed oh, dragon. Three-headed dragon. Shit, son. And, and each one is a different breath of one is nuclear, one's fire, one's ice. I don't mm. remember. But so uh, it's basically Tiamat from Dungeons and Dragons. Mm. But golden. But Tiamat only got seven. Tiamat got seven hits. Yeah. Well, it's because they're more colors. So you know. True that. Uh, and wait, who's the other one? Rodan. 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 Which one's Rodan? Runs uh, one of the horn, right? Mm. Yeah, T yeah. Rex horn. What's the name of the turtle yeah. one? That that's Gamera, dude. That's a different uh, Gamera. 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 He's he's a friend of children. If you <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's got rockets for feet. Don't have me explain this <laughs> at the tail end of the skyscraper. Yeah. And the other actress in uh, Godzilla King of Monsters is Vera Farmigan. Who? Vera Farmiga. Farmiga. Sorry, Farmiga. Really? She's Who's a scientist. She's <laughs> she's gonna be the. Yeah. Oh, so she's Main the mother of Millie Bobby Brown? Yeah, in that one. Well, you know, fuck it. I'm down to have like a mother-daughter combo take on um, Godzilla. Don't, don't you dare miss Mr. Tepper White just said. What? I'm not sure. I was about yeah. to agree with you, sir. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, you know who I would love in a Godzilla movie? Who? Yeah. Sophia Vergara. Just to hear I her say- I want you to fuck me! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's Godzilla! <laughs> we should all run! Ah. Oh no, it's not King Ghidorah! <laughs> No, I, I want. I want. To, <laughs> that would be I, funny indeed. Like, I want the Brits to come in to be the prequel to it. Yeah, that's the shared universe. Fucking Tim Roth, like fuck it, giant lizard. <laughs> Just like swigging volcanoes, he's being eaten. <laughs> and then the guy walks past with the goat. Man, <laughs> I want to fuck you, Godzilla. Okay, cool. Let's not talk about a movie that was really bad. <laughs> please Jesus don't watch Christ the Brits are coming. <laughs> no, or please do. I want everyone to, to share my misery no, and rage. As it's now called in the US, the con is on. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so if you ever happen upon a movie called The Con is on and the Brits are coming, like, okay, if you need to really see Uma Thurman titties, the only reason to watch it. Yeah, I watch a make out with Maggie Q. Oh, man. If that's what you want. If only that lasted longer. Anyway, speaking of lasting too long, so shall we wrap up this? <laughs> yeah, we totally really point dragged this, movie, this episode out. Remember when we were talking like five, like half an hour ago when we were talking about glue and what an amazing like show looks like? <laughs> like, Skyscraper, like rock movies are only like fodder for us to talk about the crazy shit we want to see. I, yeah, it's totally not for the SEO because we have to judge all of these things equally. Yeah, yeah definitely. absolutely. <laughs> no, it's totally so we can go on weird, crazy tangents. Yes. I mean, I don't know. Uh, Do you want to have an, we should have a Netflix shared universe because if Millie Bobby Brown's going to be in uh, the Godzilla, then I want the Fab Five as well. But Godzilla is not Netflix. Well, the, the animated Godzilla with. cartoon, remember so that we one? Yeah, animate God, God, No, <laughs> stop, boys, stop. Let's let's put an end to this once and for all. Okay, we need to go back to cryo sleep. <laughs> okay, so uh, that's been our review of Glow Season Two, a very glowing review, and that's been our scraping by review. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Scraping the barrel with skyscraper. Scraping the bottom of the rock barrel <laughs> <laughs> with monkey paws. Anyway, so um, do as you want. Please do check out Glow Season Two available yeah, on. Netflix. Watch Glow, and if you have nothing, if you have to, do, to watch Skyscraper, it's a great hangover movie. You could do worse with ten bucks. You could do worse. <laughs> yeah, you could go watch 
Hotel Transylvania 3. <laughs> yeah. Or Hotel Artemis. Yeah. That if only those two were a shared universe. <laughs> <laughs> I want to suck your blood. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Okay, so uh, this is a chief medical officer returning to medical bay. <laughs> this is quartermaster eccentric Tom. Uh, you're quartermaster. Now you're owning it. <laughs> you're so go. angry just now. <laughs> this is chief engineer Mr. Toffee. I thought you were chief primatologist. Aren't you in charge of space monkeys, sir? He's oh a yes, man of many yes. Chief primatologist Mr. Toffee. Signing, Signing off. off.